0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 117, and this week's guest is Anna Hernandez. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 117. Right, Andrew?
1: Apparently mm,
0: so. <laughs> If I say so, then that's yeah, okay. 117.
1: <laughs> How are you doing? It, I'm doing very well, but if I don't know if it's you or our guest is just moving microphones around, just try and keep that still, and then we'll be good. Okay. Sorry I'm to te- sorry to tell you off just as soon as you introduce That's
0: Okay, me. I'm used to it, Andrew. So that's I know a I believe, <laughs> I've, got to,
1: I've got to keep you in order, haven't I? Yeah,
0: so cool. So, uh do you want to just go ahead and let's start talking to our guest, Anna?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, this week we have Anna Hernandez. I said your name wrong, and I'm sorry. Um, And she's uh, got a lot going on. Ceramics. I uh, just finished up uh, a degree of, of in art, right?
2: Yeah, I just finished. Actually, I just finished my associate degree in culinary arts also this this spring. So cool. I do a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. So she is another proper artist, unlike Andrew and myself. You know? mm. Well, we are answers. artists. <laughs> different, we're different types of artists. That's true. That's true. <laughs> cool. So, Andrew, how you been?
1: Yeah, very good, mate. Yes. Uh, yeah. Nothing really to report.
0: Yeah, not much going on here. We we want to talk uh, with Anna and about her uh, Holga entry that we liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Why don't you start, Anna, by telling us um, a bit of your biography and uh,
2: okay.
1: you know,
2: a bit about yourself? <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Ana Lourdes Hernandez Flores, and I go by Ana Hernandez. Um, I am a multidisciplinary artist uh, that enjoys uh, pinhole photography. I am Mexican, and I currently live in Reynosa, Tamaulipas, is a city in the border of Mexico and the US. and... I work with a little bit of everything, including uh, pinhole photography, solarigraphy, cyanotype, lumen prints, chlorophyll prints, and of course, everything related with art, um, ceramics, painting, drawing, photography, and more, anything. Yeah. Have you, uh,
1: sorry, have you always had an artistic, you know, since you were a, a, a little girl, was it an artistic yes. bent?
2: Yeah, always. I always was like, the the girl was like uh, all into like taking um, drawing classes or painting classes. And well, I am from a part of Mexico. It's in the south of Mexico, the southern part that is like, um, um, they have like a lot of uh, classes and everything. And I mean, Mexico is like a art itself. I mean, like you are surrounded by art. You grow up like uh, uh, seeing murals and I mean, it's hard not to get into art if you are a Mexican.
0: Just even just neigh na- just neighborhood wise, there's everyone's doing stuff, right? I mean, it's kind of yeah, just ingrained in in your culture, maybe more.
2: Yeah, I mean, like it's part somehow. If you are into music or you are like right. uh, doing something like related with um, art, always. I mean, even if cool. you are not like a professional artist, I mean, yeah,
1: right. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think um, art and Mexico are so ingrained together?
2: Well, I think that um, I don't know. I mean, I I believe that we are so proud of uh, our culture. I mean, mm-hmm. we have so many things to be uh, grateful. I mean, we have like the pyramids. We have like a lot of. Uh, um, monuments and things that are like a uh, very ancient and is part of our history. And I mean, that makes us proud. I mean, we have like a, every region has their own music, their own um, uh, proper um, clothes and food and everything. And we are declared uh, like a, um, by the UNESCO, the like humanity heritage, like a, like, I mean, about everything like food, music, I mean, we are just mm-hmm. like a, a big uh, museum
1: even, uh, <laughs> even rugby is cut, not rugby uh, wrestling that's what I was thinking of. wrestling is uh, yeah. colorful colorful and artistic, isn't it with those weird masks that you. Not you wear, I don't suppose you into wrestling, are you, but...
2: <laughs> <no>. Yeah, <laughs> every, everything is about colours, even the, the houses, even uh, the clothes that we wear sometimes, the traditional clothes, and the piñatas, and even the food is, is really colourful, so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So photography, um, When did you, uh, when did you lean towards photography as a means of artistic expression?
2: Well, um, I always wanted to like um, study art, but for some reasons I couldn't. So I went for uh, completing my bachelor degree in uh, elementary education, and later, like when I was living in Colombia, in Bogota, Colombia, I started looking for a hobby for doing something, learning something new. And my husband, he was like, you love so much photography. Like, you should take, like, some classes or something. So I went for it. I started taking some uh, digital photography classes in Bogota, Colombia. And then I just found out that film photography was a thing. I mean, even when they didn't sell, like, a lot of uh, film cameras or whatever, like, there were, like, places developing film and everything. I was like, oh, my God, this is something that, I mean, like, I was in the right place so i started like um, getting into like collecting cameras and learning more about photography and i found uh the lomography embassy in in colombia the bogota uh, embassy so i got my first um diana uh, pink uh, camera so i started discovering you know like a uh, Film was not dead, so I I had to like uh, learn how to reuse camera and everything. You know, I was like uh, so into like collecting uh, vintage cameras. So I have like a small collection of uh, vintage cameras. I love the brownie cameras. So, yeah. And from there, I I just couldn't stop. It's just like a, I don't know, it was a hobby that it turned into like a passion and then I couldn't stop. So, (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. But you're,
0: as, um, as as
1: well for us too, Anna.
0: Don't worry, it's everyone.
1: <laughs> well, you've sold you've sold most of your cameras, haven't you, Curry?
0: Not not all of them. I still have a couple. Do you? Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Bo- box cameras, Anna, are just incredible, aren't they? I don't know how many you have. I've got probably six or seven, but uh, just fantastic things.
2: Yeah, I just love them. I mean, I don't know what it's about them. I mean, is they're so simple, and um, they get you can get so like really impressive photos out of them it's like a, i don't know i feel like i'm grabbing history i'm making history it's like a, it's you, something that are you, are
1: you winding one of your cameras up as we speak i just heard something
0: that was my dog chip running sorry was it yeah.
1: okay <laughs> anna and Cory, just take a second one of you is i think it's i think it's one of you guys because i can hear it in my earpieces and it'll be coming over in the recording it, there's a lot of movement of the microphone maybe it's hitting some clothing or something might have been me. I had to stand up and mess with my door for the door. Yeah, dog, well, I can so. hear it. I can hear it now. So okay, yeah.
0: I'm sitting back down now. Can you hear it still?
1: No, no. okay. okay. All right. So it's not me. It's All not right. you, Anna. No, it's Cory. Okay. It's Corey's right. only done 117 shows. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so, so, but did you start off? Um, did you start off with digital then, or did you have a film camera yeah. when you were younger?
2: no 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 i mean my first like a uh, uh, film camera i got it uh, it was like a barbie camera i collect some like a uh, points out of the the packages and i send it you know like a uh, through mail and then like a uh, four months later i got like a uh, this 110 uh pink camera and i use that camera but you know i it was like around uh 1992 and 110 film stopped producing or it was like a stop um, I don't know like later I mean it was hard to find 110 film and mm-hmm. it was expensive so I just stopped I mean it's something that I like I, I I mean I started like the classical mom that wherever we go if we were in the Grand Canyon they have to like a stop and pose and I have to like <laughs> make sure everything was like fine I mean So that's why my husband he was like, "You have to take uh, some kind of a class or something." So yeah, I started with digital photography, and then I went all the way back to the beginning of photography, like with pinhole photography. So that's that's cool.
1: You you did this project on your on your um, Instagram, Anna. You can click on a link. Anna's Instagram is um, Anna A N A underscore Hernandez H E R N. A-N-D-E-Z underscore art. And there's this link on here which takes you to, um, uh, well, I don't know where it takes you to, but it takes you to the exhibition that you took part in uh, as part of your studies, I think it was. Uh, You and a number of artists. um, Yeah. And when you click enter, it's called a capstone exhibition. Tell us us a little bit about that, because I think that was all digital, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, that was all digital. I mean, that was my project for my... um, in order to get the way for my associate degree in uh visual arts um i'm really apart from uh collecting cameras i also uh, i started collecting uh barbie dolls and you know
1: well you had the camera didn't you you had you had the pink camera the 110 camera
2: yeah i have that one i also i still have that one i mean it's part of my collection yeah. and uh, i have like a lot of uh, i I love Barbies and I have two daughters and I tried to get them into love Barbies and everything, but they didn't really like pink or anything related with Barbies. (laughs) So (laughs) I ended up like with a bunch of Barbies and then finding out that I really wanted to collect Barbies. So um, I decided to like to make something uh, for my final project with my doll. So that's why I like a kind of making a reflection into how these dolls are basically like modern uh, Venus figurines and how it's like a a way to like um, basically um, teach girls about how they should look, how they should behave, how they should, I mean so it's basically the work that I did, Uh, it was a black and white um, uh, work and my main uh, objective was to try to make these dolls look like, uh, like woman's, like it was photographing like real models, Mm. so yeah. And
1: also some of them, in fact, many of them photographed in the way that the male gaze would have them represented, I think. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know what I mean, Anna? You know, so uh, they very much look like, you know, the man's idea of how to photograph a woman traditionally.
2: Okay. Yes, like uh, making look something that you will look in a in a, uh, in a fashion magazine. Something that you always look like uh, the idea of how you should look or how you should like um, be represented so, as a woman. Yeah, I,
1: I like I like your pragmatism, Anna. Because you, you you bought all these Barbie dolls because you kind of like them, and you try to you try to inflict them on your daughter, and she says, <laughs> "No, no, uh-uh. I'm not, I'm not going to." Uh, I'm not going to play with these pink Barbie dolls. What what do you take me for? And then you go, ah, actually, I can use them in my art project. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was funny. I mean, like, I, I always loved them because they were so, like, so perfect. I mean, you could uh, buy uh, the, the tiny clothes, like the house. You have, like, uh, all the accessories, everything. I really, I, I, but I think that I really fell in love with the art. I mean, because of, all those things were designed and they were think and they were created. And I think it was more about my love for how they were created. Um, I mean, we I don't we, know. It's we, still,
1: we still have a, our daughter is 23. 24 now and she still has all her childhood toys stored around the house uh, Anna and she mm-hmm. was very much into so what would it have been about 15 years ago 17 years ago there was a phenomenon in the UK I don't know if it how, how worldwide it was they were Bratz dolls, brat dolls B-R-A-T-s, oh there. yeah oh yeah so oh, yeah. Big, big heads you know and yeah and she was obsessed with these brat dolls we've got mini brats dolls yeah. we've got cars that they drive around in <laughs> ha- houses for them goodness me and they are yeah. so ugly but it, you know and yeah. it's, it's in, but it's in they kind of she gravitated to those but never really gravitated towards uh towards the pretty barbie dolls really right. interesting isn't it yeah they, I... it's interesting how sorry interesting how the idea of what represents beauty has changed over the years because you look back at those paintings from you know dutch paintings from 300 years ago and all the the beauty was portrayed as women with lots you know lots of fleshy curves and you know not and then in the 1960s we had twiggy and everyone had to have you know jean shrimpton figures you know with no uh, no curves at all
2: yeah and there is a lot mm-hmm. of um, i mean the beauty standards they are changing like uh, uh along with um how we uh, as a human race we are growing i mean like there is um different um uh, beauty standards depending on the region on the country on the area i mean even here in in mexico um in the north part of mexico um women they are taller they are thinner they are um their skin is the skin is uh, wider and in contrast with uh women's in the south part of mexico we are a little bit like a <laughs> not so tall like a a little bit more chubby. Uh, the skin is a little really darker. I mean, even we are in the same country, we have like a different beauty standards. And um, I mean, I really wanted to represent that because even now, for example, I don't know, it's not like photograph uh, photography related, but actually, Barbie is like uh, introducing new shapes of body, new like mm. a, yeah, new. So that's something that is changing. So I really like that. So
1: yeah, I wonder if it's changing. Um because society is changing or because it's seen as um they've got to change or die, you know. Is it is it a cold calculated marketing thing or do you think they're um really changed from a cultural point of view? I don't I don't suppose we know really, do
2: we? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's hard to tell. I mean like um because I mean now women we wanna be represented like uh, in a different way or we want to be seen i mean we come in a different shape in a different form even Mm -hmm. when you are from some from some part you are not sometimes you don't even fit uh, like the beauty standards from the area you're different because you just move there your parents are from the different place and you don't even are like a like perfect for that uh beauty standards but i mean i don't know exactly if, if it's something that is is going to be something good or something bad it, uh, just the time is going to these
1: tell. these are huge topics to explore for any any artist now and just looking at your instagram feed you know you clearly kept on with this theme of exploring the way we perceive the uh, perceived beauty and and you know i, I was uh, we we were in liverpool recently and with uh where our daughter lives And we had the afternoon free, so we went, me and my wife and daughter, we went shopping and my wife wanted to get some clothes. And my wife was, you know, not tall and she, we went in these clothes shops and it was just, they had one small section for petite, you know, small Mm -hmm. women. And most of them, you needed to, even now, you needed, in most of the mainstream high street shops, you needed to be, um, you know, like a, like a rake, you know, stick thin <laughs> uh, woman. And I said, I said to one of the shop assistants, I said, Well, where are the clothes for normal people? <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's, it's nuts, isn't it? It's
2: yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's true.
1: So, anyway, that we're, we're it really interesting topic. And, and of course, you've taken this idea, and I guess others, and just flicking down through your Instagram feed, and I see, uh, I see, Solography. Images again with dolls present and different figurines. I see ceramics, ceramics,
0: all kinds of stuff.
1: Um, I see your Holger pictures, which we'll come on to in a minute. I see masks, the yeah. so use of masks, and I like unicorn. The double
0: exposures and, that you do a lot. Yeah,
1: lots of double, lots of use of double exposure, lots of uh, experimental work with using chlorophyll, so that's using the leaves and just. Laying pictures, I guess, on top of leaves and things. Where well, we can talk about those. Wow, yeah. you, you're you you are properly a multi uh, multi century artist. No, you what, what did you describe yourself as? A multi
2: multidisciplinary artist. Multidisciplinary
1: yeah. artist. That's it. Yeah, yeah
2: sorry. I do believe in everything. Yeah, I'm like I always wanted to like learn. This is something new for me since I started like learning about pinhole photography. It just opened like a new door of possibilities. I mean, like I started like doing pinhole photography, and then I just started like learning other techniques and just started to combining them.
1: So, so what um, what took you down the lensless or pinhole photography path, Anna?
2: I mean, I started, like, um, I found out about uh, pinhole photography because when I was living in, in Colombia, one of my professors, uh, he was really into um, pinhole photography and some um, alternative uh, photographic processes. Um, um, he basically, I never had the opportunity to take a class with him, but he I had the opportunity to interview him, and then... He's playing about all the process, and I was so into that. So I started looking for uh, information regarding, uh, in Spanish, it's called estenopeica. Mm. And I couldn't find really, like, a lot of information regarding uh, pinhole photography in Spanish. So I started looking for pinhole photography online. So I came across with uh, Justin Kinnell. I came across with... Uh, uh, pinhole photography uh, world day and everything and it was a lot of information regarding like uh, formulas and things to create cameras and everything so I started like exploring and like learning by myself about the process and everything creating cameras you know out of the oatmeal um, uh, containers and trying to figure it out how to do it because they say it was so simple the e-house say eh, like I just use a uh, a needle, pinch, uh, and you have like a pinhole, and that's it. Take a that's picture. It. Yeah, it's it very simple. But I haven't. I was having like a lot of trouble, like getting like a, the right exposure, like the right. I don't know. It was like a. It was a totally mess. And then I moved. To, oh, I moved uh, from Colombia uh to the border. Uh, to the border. I was living in in McAllen, Texas, and there I started like a, thinking about for sure there should be like a somebody in Mexico like working with pinhole photography there is no way in Mexico there's no like a pinhole photographers so basically i i run into this organization called Oaxaca Tenopica i don't know if you know about them um, Oaxaca is located in the southern mexican pacific area and the creators of this organization are Maria Luisa Santos and Citlali Gonzalez Oh, yeah. And they have been running, like, uh, this uh, festival for almost 13 years, mm-hmm. celebrating pinhole photography. So I couldn't stop. I started, like, following them, and they started, like, um, noticing that they were, like, a cheering, like, a lot of uh, uh, artists and other people that were working with uh, pinhole photography in Mexico, like Stenopus, Chicale Pinholero, Festival Estenopeico Trascala. I mean, there were, like, a lot of people into pinhole photography. I was, like, a, so happy and so impressed. And it was there when I learned about the most iconic pinhole photographer in Mexico. That is Carlos Jurado. I don't know if you know about them, about him. But he wrote a book titled The Art of Capturing Images and the Unicorn. Mm. And basically, yeah, basically he, um, in this book, he playing. Um, his relationship with uh, the camera obscura and the art of capturing images. Um, basically, um, he explains how uh, finding the perfect unicorn horn is going to help you to create the perfect pinhole camera. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, I can share with you, They have uh, the book is online, you, it's in English if you want to read it. So how do you spell his
1: son how do so it's carlos your hero, how do you spell his surname
2: carlos jurado is c-a-l yeah no give me a second i'm saying it <laughs> wrong
1: <It's,
2: laughs> i can share it with you it's
1: c-a-r-l-o-s
2: yeah j-u-r-a-d-o carlos jurado
0: I think I follow him on Instagram. Uh, it's it's either him or it's the, the Oaxaca. Uh, Oaxaca-Stenopeica.
2: Yeah, yeah, Oaxaca's
0: yeah, I follow them. Yeah, They've sent yeah, they me invites away. for the, for that for the last couple of years. They've actually, actually sent me information about You
2: should participate. I mean, they have like a huge moment. I mean, there's a lot of people participating. They have uh, this exhibition like every year, and mm-hmm. uh, the online exhibition, and they have so many activities. And I, I mean, like, and then... After I found out uh, about this, and I, I read the book, and I started like uh, learning about the formulas and how to properly use them and everything. I took some workshops with uh, Maria Luisa and Citlali Gonzalez, and from there I couldn't stop. I started taking uh, <laughs> yeah some workshops uh, with people from Argentina and. Right now, I'm taking a, um, the third level of a clinic of the pinhole art work with Laboratorio de Fotografía, uh, that is uh, um, under the um, under Maria Soledad Mendoza and Daniel Tubio. Uh, like uh, they are running that um, that program. And um, yeah, I'm I'm basically <laughs> learning how to develop my because now I know oh. how to a camera works and now we need
1: to work my it, it sounds like you're really well blessed in Mexico for you know really creative and, engage- and engaging pinhole scene and yeah. you know uh, classes, workshops it mm-hmm. seems very well organized
2: yeah yeah I really I'm really happy because I mean um, I don't know if this is, is a phenomenon in Latin America but mm. or it's just um, I don't know or is Mexico, Latin America, or or is all around the world? But people is always like um, willing to share their knowledge. They are always um, uh, willing to uh, spread the the pinhole movement, and I don't know. There is always uh, people like spreading and uh, making exhibitions happen and uh, promoting artists, and I don't know. It's yeah, it's quite a few. Huge.
1: That's pretty cool. Quite a few of our guests regularly. Uh, you know, regularly exhibit in various pinhole exhibitions in Poland and through Eastern Europe and places like that. I I don't know if anyone's exhibited in the ones in in Latin America. Probably have you know, and we've yeah. pro- we've probably interviewed them, Cory, and I've just forgotten.
0: Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I see you've asked me if you had asthma. I told you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeless when it comes. Well, 117 shows. I can't be expected to remember everything. Yeah, ever. it's a lot. So Anna, are you? Um, what what excites you more? Is it uh, a pit and hole camera made by Holger or by Ilford? Because I see you've got the box camera thing, mm-hmm. or or a camera made from a a biscuit, or a biscuit.
2: I mean, all of them they have a, uh, a special place in my heart. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with cameras, so I can't help myself. I mean, I love the cameras that I made. For example, uh, out of a uh, biscuit. I mean. That's of terracotta I'm it's a different process but um i also love my uh holga cameras or my camera obscura from ilford um yeah, yeah i don't have like a I, I mean i do have a favorite one my favorite one is the camera obscura from ilford that's my first camera that i bought after trying to get into film um and into pinhole photography and failing like badly because I didn't knew the proper things to, to right. expose uh, uh, to get the right exposure so because I mean like I couldn't believe that they were taking photos with uh, boxes and just uh, a pinhole mm. and I couldn't yeah. uh, so I was trying to figure out what's hap- what was happening and everything after I learned I mean I love all of them but my favorite one is the, is the because I just had to put the paper use the uh, the exposure guide and voila, everything was like a, so easy, yeah. But then and, I learned how to like achieve the proper exposure, and from there, I mean, I am so, always doing new cameras. Well, so for
1: somebody who who says that they struggled with working out exposure, your your yeah. your biscuit uh, pinhole camera. <laughs> you know, I was looking at it. The one um, wrapped up in in black tape, in gaffer tape, with a in it you, you you've got uh, i think the photograph taken with it next next to it with all those faces yeah that, that's pretty cool that right? yeah uh-huh
2: uh, well actually that's uh that's um um a camera made out of a cracker is um
1: yeah. i know but yeah i tell us about that because we've had
0: he calls everything crackers so you have to know when when i shared
1: i've promoted you coming on the show in the lensless podcast Facebook group, and you've seen you've seen the posts I've made, and I shared the a picture of the cracker biscuit uh, wrapped in gaffer tape, and um, well, I mean, I know such things. I know people make biscuits, uh, biscuits, uh, pinhole cameras out of cream crackers and, and various other biscuits, but I'm not sure I've ever seen such a good result,
0: yeah, as yeah. the
1: one you share. So this is on Anna's Instagram feed, a little way down, not too far, and. If you look to the right, you'll see this um, photograph of again dolls or masks or a myriad of almost like a, a fly a fly's eyeball, you know, like a kaleidoscope almost. And honey graham crackers. That's a bit I can work out. That's what it says in English. But some bits in in uh, Spanish. Uh, so t- tell us how um, what inspired you to make a cracker biscuit and tell us tell us all your secrets because Ju- Julien <laughs> Julianne Piper, who um, asked about it, she said, I'm going to make a camera, I think she said, for my daughter, or we want to make them for my daughter, and so I'll be super excited to hear Anna's experience with the Cream Cracker Biscuit camera.
2: Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, basically, um, this camera was born from a challenge, um, a <laughs> challenge. <laughs> a challenge that I was born uh, during one of my um, workshops uh, uh, was I was, I'm, I'm taking um, currently a workshop with uh, Daniel and, and Sol. And, and they are from Argentina. And well, during one of the sessions, uh, uh, they show us uh, the work of Paolo Gioli. That he was the first one to make a uh, cracker stenopeca. So that was in 1980. So basically, um, we joke about the idea of making a cracker pinhole camera challenge. And um, it was nothing more than just an idea and and that's it. but, But well, I mean, being the artist that I am, like I decided to follow through and I started working in the camera. And I posted the camera on Instagram uh, under the um, hashtag Camara Galletita Challenge. <laughs> and then, hmm. and then from there, I mean, it was crazy because later um, Sol and Daniel they were planning on um, on trying to get the people into like making their own um, uh, cracker cameras and posting and sharing them and make this challenge. But it was just an idea. I mean, I was the only one that posted, and, and that's it. Um, later on, um, they... Um, unfortunately, uh, Gioli passed away in January twenty-eight this year. And mm. so the challenge became a tribute in his memory. Um, oh, that's that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. So, well, the thing is that um, when I did the camera... Basically, I wasn't sure about what I was doing because when I saw the photos of um, of the Oli camera, I was like, I couldn't believe my eyes that he was, uh, well, he did some photos using a cracker and just getting (laughs) results. I was like, I know it's not possible. I mean, I was struggling at the beginning of my pinhole journey, uh, like getting the right exposure and everything. And I was using like a good pinholes I was like I couldn't believe my eyes like uh, that was even possible so I used uh, some uh, honey crackers uh, that my daughter bought for uh, we were in the middle of so- the summer when we were gonna be doing uh, <laughs> s'mores so I turned those uh, crackers into a camera
1: so and- hang on hang on <laughs> just just let me stop you there so how much research did you do to identify the the best possible cracker in terms of uh, <laughs> uh, pinhole size and uh, thick that, th- thic- thickness of cracker <laughs> not
2: that much i mean we just uh like we just learned about that with Saul and Danielle, and just i was like i have some crackers i think <laughs> that i have some okay i have some so i went i was like i uh, looking into the the crackers and they were supposed to be like um the package has come two together. It's supposed <coughs> to be one. You have to like a, break like it a, in half. Yeah, break it. Yeah. Yep. And then you have two and you have the sandwich for the, for the small. Oh, I
1: see. Yeah. So
2: I leave it like a, a long one. Yep. So I have like a total of, uh, I think there are 44 um, uh, mm-hmm. pinhole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is that, I mean, all the, all the, um, the, the holes, they are like a pre-mold and some of them, they were marked all the way. So what I did, that's my secret, what I did is I used uh, some uh, mini drills, you know? Yeah, yeah the little,
1: those use. little CNC drills, 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2 millimeter mm-hmm. drills.
2: Yeah, those ones. So I, yeah. I used those, I started like measuring which one is the one that was the perfect, uh, uh. Uh, that was going all the way through the ones that were already marked. So I went back and I started like, with that size, I started marking all the ones that were like a, seal you know yeah so that's it that's the only thing that i did i just uh well that's uh, a put... that's
1: a that's a brilliant tip so what about the i can't tell from this photograph how far away is the I, i'm assuming you use paper negative i don't know you might have used film how far away is the paper from the from the cracker, the what we might refer to as focal length, but some people tell me off for using that term. It's cracker length. Cracker length, yes. What's <laughs> the what's, what's the cracker length?
2: Anna? <laughs> well, the cracker length is actually the size of uh this. Let's promote. uh It's a uh, iPhone uh box. Oh, there yeah. we go. So you've you use yeah. iPhone box? Wow, okay. an iPhone box. So I have to like. Um, um, I measure the I measure the the focal distance, and then I find out more or less according to the yeah. to the pinhole diameter how much distance that I need.
1: It'll I be needed. about point two, so I have point to, two like um, point two yeah. be
2: fine. So I started like a like increasing the the height of the of the box or the distance in order mm-hmm. to get more or less the the one it should be like a the ideal for the size of the. Of the pinhole and yeah. well from there is that why it's just all like uh duct tape and <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so the, the photo the photograph anna to the right of your camera which has got the doll's head multiple uh-huh. pictures of the doll's head and then something else maybe mirror or something like yes yeah, a it-
2: miniature mirror yeah. so was
1: that um was that one subject the doll and the mirror and, and just photographed by the multiple pinholes
2: yeah that's something that that happened, like, a I don't know. I Maybe I'm just being naive. But anyway, the thing is that I think because it was too close to the... Because it's a doll. I mean, I have to take the picture. It was like, a I don't know, like a 20 centimeters far away from the subject, the camera straighted. Yeah. And something happened that half of the camera captured one side of the of the a scenario, and then the other half captured, like, a, the other half, like, a, in a weird... Yep sense i don't know what happened i i can't explain i don't know because i took some photos a, like a, some uh self-portraits and and a, like more reasonable um distance and everything is like a perfect i mean like the same subject all around and just with the dolls because they were so close to the camera something will happen and i love that
0: mm-hmm. that works yeah. out the best when you
1: don't know <laughs>
2: Yeah, half of the, the the photo is one part of the scenario, and the other half is the doll.
1: Or whatever. So, Anna, uh, putting the you know the 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 f- the fun side of the of the pinhole camera to one side, the ideas that you had with exploring the idea of, sort of female beauty as we perceive it, is this still? Are you still actively pursuing this with this work, or is it just, or has the doll just become something? you know, kind of interesting to photograph, to put it bluntly.
2: Yeah, I mean, somehow it's more, I I recently went with the with workshop the that I'm taking with uh, Laboratorio de Fotografía with Sol and Daniel. I just came across with the idea of basically I'm um, photographing uh, me playing with the dolls. I mean, yeah. um, at first I was like a trying to get more into like... Uh, um, Portraying the role of uh, of dolls and and woman and everything, but really I started noticing that beyond that, I was playing with the dolls while I was taking the <laughs> photos. Yeah. So basically, I'm, I'm you're going photos. back to your
1: ch- you're going back to your childhood, basically.
2: You? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and it's it's something funny because I just realized that because one of the series that i'm developing right now uh because of this workshop it is called the seamstress that is a uh, doll that is dressed as um she has uh their um their a small like a workshop and a small um uh, scissors and everything in the i mean i have this special like a area where i photograph uh this doll that is portraying the role of uh, a a seamstress so I think those um, photos, they're like uh, after the ones from the, is there, from the there, cracker. There's
1: one, there's one here with uh, three, like a, a triptych with mm. a doll on the right. And then she's, is she operating a sewing machine? She is. So this is must be part of it. Yeah, that's a,
2: that's a mini sewing machine. Yeah. So somehow I think this is combined. I mean, it's, I'm yeah. fluctuating between like, me playing with the dolls and placing them and creating these scenarios with with them and at the same time like a uh, kind of trying to capture and um preserve the moments of me like uh, situating and playing with the dolls somehow. Well I think uh, it's I a know.
1: it's a multi-layered project I mean you you know you've got a love of these things because you had it from a childhood but you also you're aware of the role they play in society and how they perhaps in the past have form-related sort of gender stereotypes, which, uh, you know, a lot of people are breaking down these days, aren't they? You know, it's yeah, uh, pink, definitely. pink for girls, blue for boys. Well, n- not anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a combination of a little bit of everything. I mean, well, I'm trying to develop, I mean, like, um, my, my inspiration. And at the same time, I'm playing, I mean, because I'm having a lot of fun with uh, yeah. creating and building uh, pinhole cameras and, um, like uh, embracing the whole process of uh, creating Although, a photograph yeah
1: I have to say um, you, you still this ceramic camera you I guess you've made it mm-hmm.
2: pa- you've you
1: you've painted it pink so you know why not
2: <laughs> why not yeah yeah
1: uh, did you make yeah. that is that, uh, is that yeah I
2: have yeah I have around like a uh, 10 cameras made out of uh, terracotta uh-huh. and yeah I have like a different formats and um, and I actually'm um, like I'm in love with my um, with my uh, ceramic cameras because one of them um, are, like gave me the opportunity to be awarded like the best of the show uh, during one of the exhibitions at, at South Texas College where is the, the college where I got my degrees and mm-hmm. later um, another the, uh, another one of the cameras was selected part of the um let me look which one it was i can't remember the name but it it was selected part of the um uh, racing stars of texas uh uh, it was selected part of the exhibition i didn't want any 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 prize but it was part of the exhibition and
1: well yeah. it's wonderful it's wonderful to get your work seen by others, isn't it? You know, it's all very well posting to Instagram and getting lots of hearts, but you can't really beat Yeah having your work on a wall somewhere and uh, getting people that... getting people's reactions.
2: Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites is the camera that is called Dreams. It's like um is uh it has like a flower, it's like a box and I actually some of the photos that I submitted for the for that um um it was uh, some photos of my dolls, so I mean, like basically, I'm basically photographing my doll, my dolls with all the cameras that I have. So, yeah, that's me. The um,
1: <laughs> the work that I'm also drawn to is your chlorophyll portraits again with dolls and flowers and leaves and so. Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell us a little bit about the ideas and the mechanics behind that work.
2: Well some of the photos that I use for the chlorophyll prints are actually some of the photos that I took like um, uh, with my phone with my iphone mm-hmm. uh, other photos are photos that i, I scan that are like um, um pinhole photographies and they I scan them and then I print some um, um i don't remember the name there's, um uh, like this steam film uh, transparent. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Tra-
1: transparency film. more. Uh, yeah, that yeah.
2: one. I print them on um, transparency. And then I have, I mean, we are in, in close to South Texas. And South Texas is well known for um, all the citrus, uh, citrus um, trees. We have oranges, lemon, yeah. uh, whatever you want. I call it so here in, in the north of Mexico, we have the same thing. I mean, basically, we're just divided by the border, but it's the same thing. So in my garden, I have like a lemon trees, like an orange, like tangerine. And I use those, um, those uh, leaves uh, to create those chlorophyll prints. Yeah, it takes like about uh, five hours. Like with the sun we have here in Texas, well, in South Texas, in North Mexico, just for hours and you have like a beautiful um chlorophyll print
1: and does is it does it stay permanent or do Are you, you have fix to keep it? It?
0: Are you fixing it or no
2: you have to fix it but anyway i mean it just fades with time even when you fix uh the yeah. the leaf if eventually it fades away you have to yeah. because it's basically the sun is gonna like damage and start like um the UV taking world. away the color yeah
1: Even so the uh, you... the eph- the ephemeral is that the right word yeah the ephemeral mm-hmm. nature the ephemeral nature of it all adds to the to the process and the charm
2: of it i guess yeah so I, you have to conserve them in like in a box or like in mm-hmm. a special i have them all of them in in like in a sketchbook uh to have like um you know no acid or whatever and yeah like a- yeah. Yeah, the one so. that you
0: did of yourself—that's like a self-portrait. is really is really neat, because you can see like the vein of the leaf coming down, down your face. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, those are like they're I awesome. love them. Yeah. Yeah, they're
0: really good. Is that you with the Diana? There's a there's, uh, one of the chlorophyll prints. That's like a picture of you holding a Diana, maybe, and then.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's me.
0: That's cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome.
1: So you entered um, Holger Week, yes, and uh, well done for that.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Mm. And t- tell us about your um, you your, en- your entry, which was called Sorrows, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It is called Sorrows, yes. Well, that's actually a double exposure, and really, that wasn't the one that I wanted to like uh, submit. I was planning on doing something with film, but the thing is that um, I was taking those photos. Like uh, in the middle of the day and summertime here in the border, it's like a, it's too hot. I mean, so. (laughs) I know how you feel. It's like that here too,
0: Anna.
2: (laughs) So you can tell, but I was like a, like a sweating a lot. It was like a, it was like a nightmare. And I was testing because I got a new uh, white pinhole camera, the Holga ones. And I was actually like testing them and. the paper that I use uh, for testing all my cameras and uh, sometimes uh, doing some work that is not like really important or, or some lumen prints or whatever is some uh, kind of a fiber paper. Right. And it curls like a, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say it in English, but como chicharron, we say it like a. <laughs> it's, it gets all crunchy and I mean, you have to, I mean. I'm learning, so I'm, I'm new in that. Kind of, kind of does so. like
0: fiber paper does where it gets real kind of like curly and just. It dries it... and your
2: curls. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, um, I was testing that, uh, that camera. And also at the same time I was taking, I mean, that day I was taking some photos for the, we have, um, we had the first, um, like, um, virtual festival of, um. Latin American pinhole photography and alternative processes last year. Mm-hmm. And I was chosen as an ambassador from Mexico uh, to represent um, because of my work and whatever. And I was taking some photos for an exhibition. Um, and also I was I was during the whole week. So I was doing the same thing, like testing the camera and I was all dressed up in this uh, traditional Mexican clothes um well it was okay let's let's take some pictures with with the new Hogan and let's see if i, I had to put some some film or whatever so i took the pictures and it was so hot i couldn't stand. so i was like no no i took i think like a two photos like a text in the camera and when i went back it just it was cloudy i don't know what happened that day it was crazy so i stopped taking photos and i developed the photo and well i came across with that um with that uh double exposure photo, I didn't have another good photo, and I was like, um, ah, should I submit the photo or not <laughs> so I ended up like uh, it was something on the picture that i really that I really liked, so I went for it and i'm I'm glad that you saw the same thing that I see uh, on that picture it, that Jim, I don't know what it was but
1: <laughs> is it a is it a a person, or a do- or a doll, or a c- I couldn't.
2: Is it? A- that's actually it's a self portrait. That's oh, me. is it? Yeah, oh, that's right. yeah, okay. that's me. Right, that's me. Yeah, okay. and because it was close to like my, I Hoga Week is October. Um, they start selling um, like um, costumes and everything related to Halloween or whatever. Yeah, I got this um, mask. Uh, they're only like uh, something that is sold in the United States. In the United States, because in Mexico we don't actually use, like it's not accustomed to wear those kind of a. Uh, Do you have mask.
1: like the? Is it like the Day of the Dead things as well? Is that another?
2: Yeah, yeah. It is more common that we uh, paint our faces instead of using yeah. masks. Mask. Well, is
1: yeah. that is that port- so? I'm just looking at the one you you submitted using your Holger 120 TLR, no less. Um, Picture of is that is that you as well with the painted yeah, face? Yeah, it
2: does me. I mean, I that's beautiful. Same,
1: yeah, yeah, it's nice, isn't it?
2: My face is painted. I mean, uh, before I went outside to take the, the, the photos with the with the pinhole camera, I have to remove the makeup, otherwise I was going, was going to be getting like a, a permanent tattoo, <laughs> like oh, a, yeah gets, you know, because of the sun, I was going to get like sunburn, like that. Sunburn, well, you know. No, so I had we, to remove all the makeup and then went outside and I took the photos. Yeah, but it was have, the same day. Yeah, we'd we'd
1: have, we'd have we'd have placed you right up there if we were judging the portraits. I don't know who who hmm. did, but uh, excellent stuff. Yeah. Do you um? Yep. Do do you what? What's uh? What do you love most, the Holger cameras? If you had to get rid of either Holgers or your pinhole cameras, which which would you, which would you hold on to? Um.
2: There's
1: a challenge oh my God, you. that's
2: that's a hard <laughs> question because um. Oh my God. I tell you what. If you had to,
1: I tell you what. Let me let me redefine re- oh, the question. If okay. you if you had to get rid of every single plastic camera or pinhole camera and just keep one right for uh, to really help you concentrate well it, it may not help you but let's just assume bear with me the to help narrow your uh, your artistic focus down. so you were you were con- restricting yourself to one camera what um and you couldn't have any others for, for between now and the rest of your life which which one would it be that's a horrible question, isn't it?
2: Oh yeah, that's like a end of the world question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it will be the from my. I will be the plastic camera, the white pinhole. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that camera. Yeah. I mean, I have two of them. I mean, I just uh-huh. got a second one like last year. Yeah, and yeah, I just love that camera. <laughs> they um, when...
1: get get them while they're still relatively cheap because they did. Do- <laughs> A few years ago, they did get really expensive, didn't they? And um, yeah, and then I was, suddenly they're cheaper again.
2: Yeah, I got lucky because I got that one like for thirty, forty dollars or something like that. That's not bad. Mm. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was secondhand, so I, I wasn't like sure it was like a working properly or whatever. They say yeah. it was like a almost like new. So mm. I was <laughs> testing that that camera. So the photo that I submitted is actually like a test photo that I was doing for the camera. It Was like a. So I was happy with the result. I mean, it wasn't like a, a very good picture with a lot of contrast or whatever because it was an expired paper. I mean, well, the pa- <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah,
1: no, you're, you're, that's a good point because so many pictures on Instagram, on Flickr, anyway, you post, if you post one which has got muted tones, you know, with no real hard blacks or whites, that doesn't kind of leap out at you and hit you between the eyes, doesn't normally get a lot of attention, does it?
2: Yeah, I mean, I love uh, black and white photos with uh, a lot of contrast, like, uh, I mean, so I wasn't really happy with that photo, but I really like it, the, the way it came out. I mean, it's a self-portrait, and I was holding the camera. hmm hmm So
1: that's
2: well, why my arms are like that, and <laughs> like I open. Holding... Uh, I've,
1: I've done some portraits with handheld portraits with pinhole cameras. It's not easy, so you've done really well, particularly with the Holger.
2: yeah. It was fun. I mean, I really love
1: it. Are you going to use it mostly on six by? Was it six by twelve that image, or was it was six by nine?
2: I think it was six by twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was without the mask. I think. So.
1: Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I, I've. I have to get mine out and use it a bit more. I don't. Um, I haven't really. I haven't really used it a lot. I had two, and I gave one away to. Oh uh, really? Our, our friend Neil Piper. Well, it's good to give things away, isn't it? I give things away. You know. Yeah. yeah. Share the,
2: share yeah, the love. Share- Share their love, yeah. I have. Oh, so, I like,
1: so, sorry, carry on.
2: No, I just have a couple of uh, of Holga. I have the um, the pinhole camera, the regular one, the 120 PC. Mm-hmm. and I started buying all of the all the ones that I could find. Especially because I don't know if they are like a, they are no more on sale. Well,
1: I think that somebody is making normal Holgas again, aren't they? But I don't. It's not the original factory, but um, I think they yeah. are still in production. But I don't know what the new ones are like. I was—I've uh, got two or three lensed pinhole cameras, and I was given one recently with a glass lens. It, not that there's much difference, you know. It's still a. You know, still really? a single... Yeah, no, it's not. Um, Don't think if you've got a ca- Holger with a glass lens in, it's somehow going to be better because it, it really is. It isn't. is better, actually. It's not. It's, it's not. not. Uh, no, it's tell not. me that because I'm trying it's to not. get one no. a good
2: price no, no, it's, it's no? not. It's no,
1: it's not. No, it's still a single, it's still a single element <laughs> glass <laughs> camera. It's not. Don't believe the hype. Honestly, I've got... I've got super sharp pictures taken with a plastic lens and I've got super sharp yeah. pictures yeah. taken with a I, glass. I don't think it makes much difference. Sorry, I on.
0: think the, the only thing I, difference I think is, uh, you're right about the sharpness, I agree, Andrew, but sometimes the glass will just kind of render it different. I don't know, it's hard to explain. Yeah, know, but, but, I, I think I that, but don't you find they all stuff. do that,
1: though? That, sorry, don't yeah, you think they all of. do that? All pinball yeah. cameras, all Holgers. They're all slightly different. They've all got their own characters. Let's just yeah. say maybe
0: it'll be different, maybe it won't.
1: <laughs> but the one i was given the one i was given was um on all my cameras you when you move the little switch over anna you know to the sunny and cloudy setting uh-huh. it does actually normally it does something you can take the back off the camera and hold it up on b mode and yeah. you can see a little how a little um
2: difference in, the a
1: difference in the aperture as it moves over uh-huh. well this glass one i was given you move it over, and it does nothing. It just stays the same. What? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even do, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, But I tend to use mine on the cloudy, no matter what the weather condition is, I, I always leave it open yeah. on the cloudy setting. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ta- tape it, set it, and forget it. Put
0: yeah. a piece of tape on it, and just don't worry about it. But yeah.
1: uh, Curry's, uh, Curry's in your camp, Anna, with that uh, Ilford... Uh, Camera obscura box camera because that's just one sheet of film per yep. image. Do you, mm-hmm. do you like? We often ask this question to folks. Do you like the idea of having limiting yourself? You know, for one sheet, or would you take other paper and a changing bag out with you, or do you use it just in in the studio?
2: I always carry a changing bag with mm-hmm. me. I mean, like always. I mean, I love that. I love people seeing. I mean, it's weird. Um, especially here in Mexico. I think that's a phenomenon all around that you, you're carrying like a box and you are like a suspiciously (laughs) holding something like a, you can like, I don't know. Mm. And I love when people, they just watch me get that, um, camera into my box and i started like looking at me that i'm doing something in a table or like just my husband is helping me to grab the bag so i can change it <laughs> i love that i love that <laughs> when people mm. are just they're curious about what i'm doing and yeah i really well, that, love
1: that's a wonderful opportunity to share the love of yeah film and pinhole photography isn't it
0: four by five is a great uh format for photography, I think, too, because you can make a contact print with it pretty nice, you know, big enough yeah. to view, and you can display. Well, any size is big enough to display, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, it Just it's just a, easy to handle, you know, so.
2: Yeah, I just started, good. like, working with, um, I was using a lot of uh, paper, but the 4x5 E4, like, multi-grade is not available anymore. I don't see it that much, um so I started working with film four x five like Ilford, four and it's expensive so regarding your question i i mean even when I have the opportunity to change the film or whatever, i I believe that pinhole uh, photography uh, is um, giving me the opportunity to be to be more um, like cautious about the photos that I take and like a, yeah. uh be more resourceful about this, the things that I have because even here uh, like having the opportunity to buy uh film or paper and in the US, even then it is expensive. I mean, it's not like a
1: a lot of people talk about I don't use a lot of paper negatives but and I've used some multi-grade Anna, but um folks say look out on eBay for some of the fixed grade paper. You know, maybe if particularly if you can find grades ones and twos of fixed grade paper Explain. um Focus. yeah they, they that that they work pretty well as uh, in uh, in pinhole cameras um but you, i've never in the uk i've never come across four by five paper for sale i know it's available or it has been available mm-hmm. and but you've got you 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 have a dark room anna i think from a photograph I, mm,
2: I mean the dark room is my bathroom
1: yeah well that's okay hey, <laughs> have,
2: yeah I, but
1: I, so I you try. can cut you can cut paper down though can't you you know just yeah, yeah light, of course you know? yeah going i to have cut the it down.
2: i usually get the A by ten and then i got like in four yeah. yeah yeah so that way i can way. yeah so yeah i had to be resourceful because sometimes should... that is not available or it's too expensive so yeah
0: yeah save all your little drop drops because uh you can you can fill little little film canisters with paper and make little cameras with those. You know
1: you can whatever you can. Well, you've made things with um, like Anthony. You know he does.
0: Yeah, and you there. have
1: as well, haven't you, Anna? With mm-hmm. um, little cameras made of tins and mint, mint, yeah. mint mm-hmm. tins.
2: Yeah, yeah. I use like a. I think that the beginning of the pandemic, I started like experimenting with um, uh, X-ray film.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about
2: that. Yeah, because. yeah. One of one of my professors from um, from Argentina, he's all into like experimenting. I mean, in Argentina, it's, it's really hard to get um, like um, um, photographic uh, paper or or film. is very expensive, and they don't have that many, so they just started using uh, X-ray film. Yeah. And yeah, and <laughs> I. I didn't get into like uh, experimenting a lot or whatever, but one of my professors, uh, Diego Cuneo, I can share with you his Instagram. All the photos that he posts are made with uh, X-ray film, and share, it's amazing.
1: Uh, share, um, there's a lot of folks in the in the Facebook group Anna who use X-ray film. Corey and I both both use it oh, as okay. well. Yeah. I use mm-hmm. it in uh, my Walker uh, Titan, you know, the four by five camera. And uh, great results. The double-sided stuff, but you can. I've got some single-sided X-ray film which I've not played with yet. Apparently, because I had a a friend of mine was a a is a retired radiographer, you know, in a hospital, Mm -hmm. and he says the best, if you can get it, the best material, the best X-ray material to use is the stuff they use for mammography, you know, for uh, breast X-rays, and that was um, I think that was a single-sided one but the mammography x-ray film if you can find it is oh. uh, is some of the best stuff to use um i mean personally i i think cory as well we tend to use the double-sided fuji uh, x-ray mm-hmm. film and yeah. stuff. but you can yeah, yeah that's the it one is that i
2: have yeah
1: and if you're careful with it and develop it slowly you know in a diluted developer you can tame the contrast and, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, Matt, I, i've made some great prints and you can handle it under a safe light as well, so ah, you, can, de- you yeah. can develop it by yep.
0: inspection. So that's kind of nice. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. so have you have you started to use it, or are you thinking about using it? Or you- no,
2: I use it like a, uh, because I was taking some classes. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, as as I say before, I was taking some workshops with uh, some professors in Argentina from yeah. this place called Cooperativa de la Imagen, uh, Mario Rodriguez and Mario Lazo Toledo and also Diego Cuneo, they were the professors and they um, explained us how to use it and whatever. And I started working. The first that I could find were the, 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 the tiny, small ones that they, they use for dental. The dental. dental. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I had like a, this um, Altoids um, yeah. camera that I yeah. made, perfect. like a tiny yeah, one. Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. A perfect. It was born <laughs> for that one. So yeah. I, started, I took some pictures, uh, like, very interesting pictures with with that, but I stopped because I I mean it was like as really expensive and uh, they didn't have that many. Um, they usually sometimes they were like okay we have some that is expired we can give it to you like a like a cheaper or whatever. But even then it was like I needed more so but like a, more.
1: <laughs> I, I mean the stuff I the stuff I bought is is I I bought it from the USA and uh, it, it was. On, just on eBay, you know, 8 by 10 sheets of 100 yeah, which 30-odd, got... 30 $35, $40. Uh, and then I still, I pay a similar amount to get it shipped to the UK, but it's still,
2: yeah. it's still cheap, you know. So I bought one box of those, the one yeah, with yeah. 8 by 10 yeah. the Fuji one. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, because I was studying, I was like a Finnish and I was like a full-time student, like crossing the bridge every day. Uh-huh. That was a chaos in my life. <laughs> That's mm. why it's like a, my Instagram is not very active uh but um, I have been doing a lot of work and doing a lot of of things, but I haven't time i haven't had time to post what? and put and you know that takes time yeah. and it
1: it does <laughs> yeah yeah but, what i'd I'd love you to do though is share some of the you know the the the, the, pe- the people you've spoken about some of your professors and the stuff of the work they've done yeah. or, so, share some stuff into the into the lensless podcast okay. facebook group and it yeah, you know because sure. i haven't been able to make any notes because i i the show would last two hours if i had to write everything down <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah just no problem some yeah, of the I things we've some of the things we've talked about and the people you've mentioned yeah you know and uh, sh- share widely because i'm sure there'll be of immense interest to people listening to this uh, to this show Yep. Yeah.
2: well yeah so, yeah, right. at the end, there is no secret with the uh, cracker camera. So just choose the one that you like and try your best.
1: <laughs> I think um, I, I've got that book, which is almost like a textbook, Anna, by um, uh, Eric Renner, you know, on, uh, uh-huh. on pinhole photography. There's It's in about edition four or five now. I've got three or four. And he sort of documents the, uh, the history of camera obscura right through to some of the ground breaking pinhole artists in the 60s and 70s and i'm sure the, um, the 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 cracker photograph is 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 mentioned in there from the 1970s you know and i don't know if it's the same person that you you mentioned you know who um, who, who did a lot of that work
2: yeah maybe i mean some sometimes uh um do you think that you are inventing or coming across with something that is, you know, and yeah. somebody already did it? So, yeah, sometimes it's well, just that... like a different approach.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's why okay. when some, exactly, when some people say, oh, they say, oh, well, it's a bit of a cliche, that photograph. Well, you know, nothing, I don't think there's anything new, is there, really? Yeah. Not, not really, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, something, something about the perfect unicorn, maybe, but I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, very, and, very, very, very quickly before we wrap up, just tell us a little about your solography because is that a recent rabbit hole you've leapt down, Anna? The solography? Uh,
2: well, the solography, I, I started like a, uh, I, I have some like a, on, like a taking pictures right now. And I started like a, doing more like a double exposures, like a taking pinhole uh, um, photographies, developing then washing and letting it dry and then put into a uh camera and taking some solar graphics. so i'm like oh. a kind of combining that's the thing that i'm doing right now i mean i i'm just in the process of finding like at the right uh,
1: well wow okay so there's this, there's this photograph i don't know how recent it is fairly recent i think on your instagram and uh, there's a again it's a doll she's standing to one side and then you've got to the right of her as she's in front of a mirror then you've got Uh some solography trails yes is that is that a combined
2: yeah is that combined yeah it's a combined image yeah uh that was the the, one of the first ones that i did uh along with the one with the um wooden uh, figurines that Uh you use for uh drawing and yeah 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 Yeah. The yeah those are the first that i did and later I started like uh, working more on on that, and I posted some. the The most recent that I post, there are like um some of them are a combination of um, um the um I, oh my gosh I can't remember the name the um uh, I put some print uh like a, some kind of a lumen print uh photo yeah. at, mm-hmm. at the same time with the solarography inside the camera so yeah. that way I oh, get. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, because you can see that the image is more like a more sharp or whatever. The one that is like a, in the middle, the the last that I post with the doll, yes, like a, yeah.
1: Well, uh, wow! Well, all I can say is, your um, your uh, I don't know what it's like to be inside your head, but it must be. Uh, <laughs> I it must mean, be amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Thank you. I mean, I I really love <laughs> art and everything related with photography. I'm just in love with that. Um, so well, I'm so I'm always that... trying to create some. new things
1: that comes across really well so Anna where can uh, where can folks mostly follow what you do I've mentioned your Instagram account which is Anna underscore Hernandez art underscore art is that the main is that the best place for people to follow your work
2: yeah that's the best place I mean uh, I also have a um, a Facebook account but uh, I don't usually post like so many things there I mean I'm more into, like, um, I am actually, I, I created this past uh, pinhole day, uh, uh, like, a, a special um, Instagram just for my uh, pinhole photography because, as you <laughs> as you mentioned, uh, I have a little bit of everything. So, uh-huh. I really wanted to, like, uh, keep the Anne Hernandez art uh, Instagram as a, my page with all my artwork, uh, everything, like, combined. And I just created a new um, account where I'm gonna be posting everything related with just pinhole photography. That is one of my main, main okay. things that I'm working. We're, we're, how do we find that? That's gonna be hard. but I can share like later. Yes, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's in don't... Spanish. Okay. It's, it's right. Estenopeca la Mexicana. <laughs> so it's really long uh, to spell. Okay, it's well, basically can... <laughs> pinhole la Mexicana. Yeah, yeah. Can... I, it's actually in my in my. Um, in my profile, like, from Ana Hernandez, there is... Oh, like well, a...
1: no, I've clicked on it. Now, there's a picture, there's one photograph on there of us.
2: Yeah, I just, I mean, as I say... What said, is, what is
1: mean... it? Is, is that a ceramic or wooden? Yeah, that's it? the
2: first uh, pinhole camera that I made out of que That's Rastrofota. beautiful. The one that, awarded, that was awarded, like, best of the that's, show. That's yeah.
1: beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Wow.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, You're a very multi-talented um, uh, uh, wonderful wonderful artist and it's been a real pleasure to, uh, to have you on the show please yeah. share I know you don't do Facebook much but uh, just jump into the Facebook group a bit more and share some of these photographs and links that would be wonderful Anna if you wouldn't awesome. mind
2: awesome of yeah. course of course I will thank you yeah. I really appreciate for coming. it coming yeah <laughs> thank you for the invitation I'm really <laughs> happy to be yeah. here
1: Anna thank you so much that's brilliant uh, thanks bye now everybody bye. Bye.
2: Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's okay.
1: It's my my fault for not hanging up. We're going to finish recording
2: now. Yeah.
0: There we go. There she is. Hello, guys. Anna. Hello. Hello, Anna Hi, how are you guys? I'm
2: good, how
1: are you today? Good, just starting my day. Cool. Yeah, so it's um, what, 11, 11 a.m. in yeah. uh, Mexico. You are in Mexico, aren't you? Just on the, yes,
2: the border. Yes, I'm just in. Yes, just the, bo- the border, yes. Cool.